Welcome to the Magnum Report. I'm your host, Mark Magnum, and my topic for today is the problem with Hit Row and why I just feel like they're not working out too well on the main roster on their second go-around on SmackDown. But before I get into that, I would like to say please like, subscribe, share, and also please hit that notification icon so you don't miss out on future content. Now into my topic. Uh, my reasons are pretty plain and I I guess they're kind of would be somewhat obvious if you look at how Hit Row is working out right now on the main roster on SmackDown. Uh, I mean, when they first got called up originally from NXT, they had, you know, a, a, at least a reaction. The fans cared and it it's not working out that way at all for them now. And I, I feel for them because I know they're trying to do their best out there. And when they first brought them back after, you know, they got released, they were using them from week to week and then, you know, it just, some things didn't work out. And then you had the whole deal with top dollar, not being able to fly over the top rope. And then Michael Cole's been burying him ever since basically on commentary. I don't think it helped that they couldn't get swerve. And I think he was key and essential to what they do and how that that dynamic for that group worked. I mean, he was the leader of the group. And now, I mean, I know they're a tag team now, but I mean, they're kind of a leaderless team. And not that they actually, you know, need a leader, but when you remember the few weeks that they were on the main roster when they got called up from NXT, and now you see how now that they've came back and they're not really getting any reaction. I, I know the first couple of weeks it was like, okay, hit Rose back. All right, whatever. And you know, the weeks that have went on and the months that have went on since their return, they, 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 the fans do not care that not even when they turned them heel, they do not care. And it's as bad in a way, because where do you go from here? Because I mean, it's, it's harder because this, just as a guy that's done this before, it's harder to get over as a babyface. I get that because you've got to make the fans care. But to get over as a heel's not really that hard. At least maybe on the independent level, maybe I'm looking at it from the independent side of things. But it's not that hard to get over as a heel and for them to still not be able to get over. And then I watched some of the recent stuff they've had with them on SmackDown where Ashanti the Adonis is primarily done most of the work in the ring and top dollar just stands on the apron and basically does nothing. So it seems like maybe they've lost faith in top dollar in, in getting in the ring, or maybe they're working with him at the performance center to where this is kind of a work in progress for him. I have no idea, but I've just noticed these last few tag matches that they have had top dollars really not been in these matches at all. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, or or especially for him, if that's a good thing or a bad thing, because they're not utilizing him. I know Ashanti's had a singles match on SmackDown in the last several weeks. So, I mean, I don't know like what's going on with the group or what the the focus for the company is pushing them forward, because it does not seem like, you know, hit rows a priority to the company at all right now. And I mean, I get it because the fans aren't reacting and now they're coming out with ski masks on and it, they're leaning into the gangster rap portion of what they do. And I, I get it, but it's not, that's not working. Nothing they're doing is working. And is it one of these things where you kind of regret 
bringing them back. I mean, I don't know if how Triple H feels about that, but I mean, if I'm him, you kind of would feel some kind of way because what you thought was going to happen and what they've given you is not the same thing. So it's interesting to see how this is all playing out because, I mean, I like Top Dollar. I know there's a lot of people online that hate on him for just some of the stuff that he said and some of the stuff that, you know, just his outlook on some things or just how abrasive he can be online. I get that, but I think he's more leaning into his character or, or his, you know, his persona as he should. But at the same time, I don't know how that it goes in the locker room because sometimes you can get heat in the locker room for stuff like that. So maybe this is a punishment in a way where they're just not utilizing top dollar in the ring for some of his antics. And then, like I said, with Michael Cole burying him on commentary, if you were trying to get them over him, burying them on commentary is definitely damn sure not going to do it. So that's kind of a, 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 I get what they're doing. They're trying to make a light of something no different than when, you know, Titus O'Neil slid underneath the, the ring at the greatest Royal rumble. So I get that they're trying to, you know, give a, a ha-ha moment for him. But when you're overly going out of your way to bury a guy, and and it's not a it's not one of these things where you're burying the guy right before he gets released or you know his contract's about to expire. So, of course, you're going to make him look stupid on the way out. No, this is a guy that you've got under contract that you're still utilizing, that you're still trying to produce something and get something out of them, and you've got a commentator actively burying them like if it was one week or two weeks or something like that I all right I got it we're we're just making light of something but when it's week after week or anytime they're on the show you can almost expect some kind of Michael Cole one-liner and as crappy as he is on commentary just the fact that he goes out of his way to bury talent and he's not even really burying talent but he's burying top dollar so I mean I don't get what the motivation is for that or what the end goal is other than just burying him. So it makes no sense to me. I feel sorry for Ashani the Adonis because I think he has a whole lot of talent and he's in this group where they're not making any kind of headway. They're just kind of in the ocean floating, but they're not, they're not getting anywhere. They're not going anywhere and there's nothing in the horizon for them to get happy about or look forward to. So that's just my outlook on, you know, hit row. And I, I would love to see them do something or to make them interesting, anything. I mean, the raps, something, anything, just do something more than what you're doing with them now. And if it's one of these things where you're hesitant in putting top dollar in the ring, then maybe you shouldn't have brought them back. I just, it makes no sense to me why you bring a team back. They didn't work as babyface. Okay, we'll try him now as heel. And now that's not working either. So uh, maybe it's back to the drawing board for Hit Row. Maybe they need to split Hit Row up and let each member go their own way. I mean, I don't know what B-Fab. I mean, because I've seen some of her work in the ring and she's not, you know, polished at all. So there's that. So, I mean, she would kind of, I would think, go to the wayside. And you've, like I said, Santi Adonis, he's talented. And then you've got Top Dollar, who I think maybe thinks more of himself than he actually is in the ring. So uh, we'll see. But what do you guys think? Comment in the comments. Let me know what you guys think and let me know, you know, what can they possibly do 
to get hit row over? Is this a lost cause? As as this one of them situations where the ship is sailed and you, there's no saving it? I mean, you let me know what you think. Comment in the comments. Before I get off here, make sure you subscribe to my other podcast, the Mark and the Fan Wrestling Podcast, where me and my boy, the Cisco Kid, we get down and talk about all things wrestling from back in the day to present day. So check out that podcast and please subscribe. And also, like I said, please subscribe to this podcast. This has been another edition of the Magnum Report. Thank you for watching. And I'll see you next week.